oh, hello. Come on in. It's snowing outside. Come on. I know, I know, you must be freezing. Uh, welcome to the Tefl Commute Winter Log Cabin. Uh, here, let me take your coat. Come on, let's go and warm up by the fire. Yes. Uh, oh, oh, look who's here. Sipping on a mulled wine and chomping on a mince pie. It's Sean. Merry Christmas, Sean. Merry Christmas, James. Merry Christmas, listener. Mince pie? Yeah, go on, treat yourself. Go on, have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and who's that sitting over there polishing off the eggnog? It's Lindsay. Merry Christmas, Lindsay. Love, lovely jumper you've got on there. Oh, uh, thank you. Although you're one to talk with that hat. Anyway, Merry Christmas, everyone. Shall we uh, get on with the show? Absolutely. Sean? This is Season 8, Episode 6, Christmas, in which we celebrate all things festive. Lindsay? Let's get started. <laughs> Sean. Oh, I've got to sleep. Sorry. Hi. <laughs> uh, hi. Welcome to our, uh, this is our, our last episode of the season, isn't uh, it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Just... And and from our introduction, I am to assume this is our Christmas yeah, special. We, we, we hadn't done one before. So after eight seasons, you think uh, we've got time yes. to kind of get all cheesy. We'd avoided the Christmas special up until now. Well, I don't know if you remember, the reason we avoided it is because we tried in season one to talk about gifts and we got shouted at. <laughs> do, do, do you ever remember that? <laughs> oh, we did. Oh, a season one flashback. We were talking, uh, for listeners that didn't hear that one, we, were, we tried to record an episode in a quiet cafe in Oxford live the only time we had met live to discuss gifts and someone came over and told us off this was around christmas was, time as well they told us off for speaking loudly in an empty cafe it was remarkable <laughs> i just yeah i still have visions of it of, of that woman don't you know that there are people trying to read here and talk it's the cafe um yeah so i think we've, we got put off with with it um, anyway uh before uh, anyway we're not alone this time are we i mean i've got my mulled wine you've got your egg no. eggnog I've got my eggnog. We're all set up here. And actually, as you heard in the introduction, the whole, well, not the whole Tefl Commute gang, but a large part of the Tefl Commute gang is here, including producer James. Hello, guys. I brought my Yule log along since we're <laughs> yes. being all, since we're being all che cheesy and Christmassy, you know, well, the, I felt it's uh, only appropriate. Lindsay, Lindsay, quiet word. Just when, yes. we, when we start planning season nine, we, we, we keep letting yes. him on the mic too much. I mean, he's he's been. In, I know it's Christmas uh, and everything. Couldn't but, agree more. 
couldn't agree more. Are you are we are you talking about a New Year's resolution? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> resolution season nine. <laughs> oh my gosh! Here listen, we are. can I do a little bit of producing, uh, Lindsay? Right. Can you tell can you tell everyone uh, after four minutes of the show? Can you tell everyone what they're listening to? All right. Well, hello, everybody. You are all listening now to an episode of the TEFL Commute. The TEFL Commute is a podcast uh, that's for language teachers, but it's not about language teaching. However, the topic often comes up. Um, the hosts are myself, Lindsay, and Sean, and our producer is Producer James. And each episode, we choose a theme, and we kind of go into that theme. And in this episode, our theme is uh, Christmas. Or is it cheesy Christmas? Or is it Christmas special? Well, it's all things... All things Christmas. Yeah, it's that time. I mean, it's that time yeah. of year when, uh, when uh, as teachers, uh, the the syllabus goes out the window, the coursework goes out the window, and we bring in all those time and uh, tried and tested uh, um, Christmas activities and force them upon our students. Or end of year, yeah. end of year activities. I mean, depending where you're I teaching, guess, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, yeah, but there yeah. are all those kind of activities, activities that come up. So, um, I think that uh, we're what we didn't the research we did kind of began and ended at one yeah. page that we found on the internet that kind of gave it all for us, right? Yeah, yeah. Sean, do you want to tell us about our... Don't let daylight in upon magic, uh, Lindsay. We did <laughs> right, many okay, hours okay. of research, as as always. All right, so we, so we plan. We usually plan for hours, and there we were sitting down doing our research and getting... Um, we do put a lot of work into it. It might never sound like that, but we do put a lot of work into the research to decide what's going to be the show. And there we were, just... Uh, uh, I think it was me just Googling as usual. So I think I Googled uh, Christmas lessons and uh, ELT and hit upon the, web the, the website, which was how to teach a Christmas lesson adult learners will never forget. Uh, and this is on uh, busyteacher.org. So opened up that page and I thought, well, that's the running order all nicely sorted out. So we're, we're going to teach a Christmas lesson adult learners will never forget. All right. Right. All right. right. So, uh, so the first thing that we're supposed to start with, then, and there are seven seven points to this this uh, unforgetful, uh, uh, never to be forgotten, unforgettable, yeah, uh, never to be forgotten. Let's <laughs> uh, it's the mulled wine yeah. is already playing with my head, you know. Um, so, so it says begin with uh, obviously how to proceed. Number one, talk about what we usually do to celebrate Christmas. Well, that sounds like my department, to be honest with you. Since All right, my... this is the. Yeah, because he's a conversation guy. All right. Yeah, it's my new moniker. Uh, okay, so I've got a I've got a couple of questions uh, for right. you, Christmassy questions, and I'm sure I'll pop in with my own answers as well. So, uh, Lindsay, what's your favourite Christmas food or drink? Um, <laughs> I thought you were it's, No, it's got to it's got to be it's got to be mince pies because oh, I don't I hardly I hardly ever get a chance to have them. Um, I mean, even at Christmas here, where I live in Spain, we don't have mince pies here in Spain. So every time I get a chance to to eat one, that to me is the taste of Christmas, completely. So that so that you have them be... in you have them in Canada, do you? Oh yeah, in Canada, in Canada they that we had them, but um, not as frequent, not as popular perhaps as in, as in the UK. But for me, that is the taste of Christmas. What about you, Sean? Certainly not mince pies. I've never really been a fan of those. Um, I, More for Lindsay. I think, I, <laughs> yes. yeah, I think it would have to be ooh, ooh, Christmas. Um, I actually no, I'm gonna go for the Stilton. Uh, I always like a bit of cheese to finish my meal, so a ooh. bit of Stilton and port at the end of the Christmas dinner. There you go. 
Well, I love cheese, but I don't think of Stilton as being Christmas. Oh, but that's the that's very that's the joy of oh, Christmas. I, I it's do, very brief. You know, I, I mean, if you go in all the I mean, like, obviously, yeah. I'm, I'm of the three of us, I'm the one that's in the UK at the moment. If you go in all the supermarkets, uh, it's all Stilton esque. You buy your pot, potted blue Stilton for for it. Sounds sounds but, lovely. Uh, for me, it would have to be my mum's Christmas dinner, which is it should be recognised by UNESCO. I think as a world heritage oh. thing. <laughs> it's so it's so good. And, uh, and and I particularly love parsnips, which uh, you can't get uh, in Brazil where I live. So, uh, oh, right. uh, roasted parsnips at Christmas are. Uh, really well, you see, I, I tend to cook the Christmas dinner, uh, and I, w- I always go for a parsnip puree myself. Mm, nice. Yes, I'll, I'll take it however yeah. it comes. Um, okay, Sean, um, yeah. are, are there any particular traditions that you think you have at Christmas that uh, that, that belong to you and your family? Uh, me and my family, I don't know. Uh, can I change it a little bit? I've got one that I used to amuse me when I was when I was an expat teacher, uh, and kind of so. Uh, especially when I lived in Prague for, for about fifteen years, and obviously get people come around for Christmas dinner and the teachers that were around Prague. And I think after in the first couple of years, we had you know the you know the Christmas cracker. And when you pull the you pull the inside the Christmas cracker, there's there's the joke which we'll get to later, and the novelty and the hat. Uh, so I think in the second year of living in Prague, it was instigated that we'd have the Christmas hat competition, uh, and that was basically who could keep the hat on the head for the longest, you know. And it would be it would get fairly serious competition, you know. So like three or four in the morning, it would be down to the last couple of people wearing the hat, and that became a tradition for years. Every year we got together, it would be you know part of Christmas was the the Christmas hat. Uh, competition so uh, maybe not what you expected but it just it's always definitely yes very very funny and it's still good still now i can i can picture scenes of people you know fighting to keep the hat on and and taking it very seriously (laughs) lindsay where can you be found on christmas eve oh christmas eve well my um my family, my my wife's family, uh, is is French, and they celebrate Christmas Eve is the bigger celebration for them. And where I live in Spain, Christmas Eve is the bigger celebration as well. So the big meal is often, and it took me several years of marriage to get used to having the big meal on the night of the twenty fourth and not the day of the twenty fifth. Now, of course, we do both, but so on the on the on Christmas Eve, I'm usually found around a table until very late at night. Um, uh eating not a big meal but lots of small dishes one after another so we as we're getting older we're not we don't have like a very big heavy meal that night but we have lots of lots of small dishes that's interesting and what do you do in brazil i mean when's christmas in brazil yeah it's very similar actually it's very much the same sort of uh uh iberian culture thing i think of um uh, christmas eve being the big one and uh, yeah, yeah. Christmas Day being a bit calmer, which is a bit strange for me. I can't quite get my head around it because my family really goes for Christmas. So to me, I mean, just a hot Christmas is is weird. So I'll never get used to that. But yeah, I don't think true. I could get used to a hot Christmas. I it's kind of I, we have a hot. We don't have a really hot Christmas, but it's a warm Christmas. It's kind of yeah. Let, okay, I've got one more very important question I want right. to ask you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, slightly different questions for both of you but uh lindsay when do you put your christmas decorations up oh uh we did it just just yesterday uh, just last weekend so we do it at the beginning of it has to be in december 
but uh, after December 2nd, 3rd, but sometimes it's until not until December 15th. And they don't come down until after oh, no. January 6th. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, I was going to ask, Sean, Sean, when do your decorations come down? Uh, um, definitely between Christmas and New Year as to when that day is. Oh, that's too quick. That's too quick. Oh, no, we keep ours up all the way till king's day on january 6th oh well yeah i guess you have january yeah, the 6th about... to do which is uh with it but uh it's kind of like the new year days. once the new year kicks in i mean new year maybe new year's day once the new year's kicks in it's kind of i always have a really busy start to a year so it's kind of get christmas out of the way they go uh, uh and go for it but i think it's you know whenever the tree looks like it's, it's a bit sad and droopy <laughs> <laughs> okay well that was right, good so that was, so that was all about one, your christmas sorry. christmas preferences that was point so one. yeah that's done so point now. one Let's was on. <laughs> uh, do you feel that we've we started our uh, unforgettable journey well we've we've talked about christmas okay so christmas two uh put the second thing in the uh in this uh unforgettable experience is talk about christmas traditions and, and different christmas traditions so i guess we've kind of we almost kind of got into that a little bit with the christmas uh yeah with, with the Stilton and when, what you do on Christmas. You said, uh, just going back to something you said, Lindsay, is there a traditional uh, Spanish Christmas food? Um, yeah, oh gosh, well, there was, when I lived in Barcelona in Catalonia, there was a traditional uh, uh, kind of soup that you'd have on Christmas day, this sort of like the soup with this big meatball in it, which I can't remember what it was called, um, which was nice, but it wasn't sort of, I don't know. I, I I never found it that Christmassy, but with these big pasta shells and this big meatball in it. So that was there was a traditional um, Catalan thing. In terms of Spanish, I I guess it's it's like lamb or chicken tends to be or but you yeah, know so the roast turkey rather um, that's happening more and more. But I don't think that's a traditional Spanish thing. Um, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, it says, I, I, it's funny, when I was, because obviously, in, I think in, in a lot of Central Eastern Europe, it, going back to Prague, it was carp. I mean, their, their, their meal on the 24th is carp and potatoes, which takes some getting used to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. funny, I think, because basically, whatever, whatever you had when you were a kid is what you want, right? And anything that's different from that is never going to be the same, is it? Whatever, yeah. you know, if it's like, even if it's delicious, it's if it's not the thing that you had when you were eight, it's going to kind of never going to yeah. feel quite like Christmas. Yeah, that's the thing is when you live abroad, when you live away from your country where you grew up in, then you have to kind of get used to new to new things. And but but you're right, there is always that nostalgia for the for the stuff you had as a child. What's next on our list? Oh, well, Sean? Gonna, I'll, 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 you know me and whenever I get an opportunity, here's a quick bit of uh, a bit of trivia. So we're doing Christmas around the world and traditions, right. traditions around the world. This is from a website called icebreakerideas.com. Okay. There's a quick, quick set of questions, boys. Um, it, so I'll just go through different ones around the world. Okay. So the first question from around the world, when does the Russian Orthodox church celebrate Christmas? Ooh, February. No. No, April. Oh, come on. You're almost the same as King's Day. January, the, it's the same weekend as King's Day. January the oh, 7th, I think. 6th or 7th, yeah. Six. Oh, yeah. 6th. Okay. Apologies okay. to our Russian oh, yeah. listeners. <laughs> Great. Yeah, yes. Right. Yeah. I think we were gunning for Se Easter season, there. Anyway. Season 9, uh, episode 1, Russia. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which country can be credited with the creation of the Christmas beverage, the egg or eggnog, which you're currently enjoying? Um, I don't I'm know. tempted I... to say... America, but uh, USA, but I don't know. Uh, no, in England. Uh, 
Oh, okay. oh well, give me a chance. No, which, which is, uh, <laughs> yes. I'm still, I still haven't forgiven you for uh, adjudicating the fight the wrong way earlier in the season. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Which country are. does St. Nicholas originally belong to? Germany. Czech Republic. Scandinavian. Turkey. 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 That's oh, what the quiz says. Wow. I, okay. I, I have not checked these facts. They may okay. be fake news. See James <laughs> for more information. All right. Which country <laughs> gifts after the Christmas tree? Uh, sorry, which country gifts the Christmas tree that is placed at the Trafalgar Square in London, according to Christmas tradition? Norway. Norway. James, straight in there. Well, finally, somebody's got a point. Which was the first state in the US to recognize Christmas as an official holiday? The first state? Go on, Lindsay. I'll let you go first. I don't know. He's letting uh, you go first while he Googles. Rhode Island. No. no. I'll, say, I'll say New York. No, Alabama. And just for a bonus point, the <laughs> last one was Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our Christmas tradition. So when we've talked about Christmas. We've talked about Christmas uh, traditions. The third thing. All right. This is this is turning into the unforgettable lesson that adult and then, learners yeah. and listeners are yeah, never so going to forget. Our learners are never going to get the next thing because number three on the list is read about Christmas celebrations around the world. Now, that would be a bit odd on a podcast. So I think we should skip that part and put a link yeah. to some reading <laughs> in the in the lesson notes. So we'll, we've done, we've got a couple of readings that you could give to students and they're in the lesson notes. And I think I need to replenish my glass of mulled wine. Me too. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! So number four on our list of things that make an unforgettable uh, Christmas lesson that your adult learners will never forget is watch a Christmas movie. My gosh, this lesson would be a really long yeah, lesson. It's an it? epic. <laughs> it's gonna, I, was gonna say, I, I wouldn't forget this, like hour six of my <laughs> it's lesson. Kind of, anyway. It's kind of like, yeah, right. So our, our thing is watching a Christmas movie, which then uh, made me think, okay, so what what, do you have movies that you consider christmas movies that you only see at christmas um i know that in north american culture there's certainly one that everyone talks about which is um it's a wonderful life which i confess i've never seen oh, oh it's a great yeah, out of it's it. a fantastic film yeah, when, when, yeah, when, when a, james okay. talked about traditions that or asked us what we the traditions the, the same group of people that celebrate christmas in prague one of the other traditions is we have a drinking game based around uh, based of our wonderful life so sometime in the early evening after dinner we uh, we sit down and watch the movie together uh, and then there are things that every wow. time so every time somebody men mentions Clarence of Body the Third for example or you know you take a drink uh, when you hear an angel bell you take a drink <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of... wow dangerous. very dangerous <laughs> all right it's a different spin on it that I wasn't expecting other other Christmas movies or Christmas television for me the Doctor Who Christmas special was always a, a thing. But it's not on this year. It's on on New Year's Day. For for me, the absolutely the best Christmas movie by no question, no debate as far as I'm concerned, Muppets Christmas Carol, absolute masterpiece. Ah, <laughs> oh, you see, I'm not, I'm not, I, I yeah, I. I, I love the Muppets, but I can't remember that movie. I'd have to see it again. I'm so. quite. I'm thinking of Christmas Carol. I, I have a I have a soft spot for uh, Bill Murray's Scrooged, which is a 1980s Christmas movie. Yeah, I just I've never uh, seen that one. Bill Mo should. Bill Murray's very very funny in it. Uh, um, um, do, do, you're talking about. I guess on telly here, yeah, you get that kind of the uh, the wonderful life. You probably get some musicals. Uh, Wizard of Oz will show up. I guess at some yeah. point, and, yeah, and some classic films like The Maltese Falcon and 
things like that, which are just not Christmas movies, but just like classic uh, movies. For me, I, I mean, I've, I've always got to, I've always got to watch Gremlins. Uh, I always have to watch a wonderful, wonderful life, and uh, probably Die Hard, which has become the Christmas movie. That's true. That's a great Christmas movie as well, Die Hard. But, I would imagine, Lindsay, you're not. A, I, would, I was expecting you to come out with something like Home Alone or something like that. I oh, I know. Well, I put it on my list, and I just hated myself as I was typing it because I <laughs> loathe that movie so much. But it kind of felt it had to be there, and I saw it again recently. And there's just everything I hate. Everything about that movie. It's just well, just an aside. That kid is a psycho, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's yeah. a very. If you look at it, it that film is very disturbing. It's a, it if, is, it was a doc, it is if it was a documentary, like it. it would he's be like, horrific. It is, it is. He's he's like so determinedly psych, psychopathic in his yeah. setting the. Traps it's not and enough. Everything. It's not enough to just keep them away. It's like he wants to do more than that. I, I don't know. I think that's a that's a weird film. I, that's, I you know what you're gonna you make. I ever I saw it. I think I saw it around the first time it came out on video, but I have not watched it ever since. I've got two that I do, two Christmas movies I love with students. And right. They're both on YouTube. And one of them's Canadian. There is a, okay. We used to have, yeah, it's called The Great Toy Robbery. Oh, uh, yes, I remember that. That's and, a, that's and a it's fun just, movie. We used to have this video lying around the staff room of these collection of, of Canadian animations. And there were two of them on there, which I just love teaching. One one was The Cat Came Back, you know, The Cat Came Back, yeah. the, the song. Yeah. Piece, brilliant piece of animation and the other one is the great toy robbery and basically it's a western i've got my inverted commas going up where where that where a group of uh of outlaws steal some toys from santa it's about eight minutes long and it was almost perfect i mean we we over the years we developed worksheets for it and whatever and um uh, one of the ones i've done recently um you'll find it on on you'll find it on youtube as well but it's do you know the google spotlight stories where google are making 360 stories so stories that are working instead of watching in, in just like a TV screen, wherever you move your head or move your device, there's a story taking place. Uh, and there's one of one in there called Special Delivery, uh, which is just fabulous because you're watching, if you're, if you're watching it, uh, kind of watching the TV screen, you'll see Santa moving around delivering it. But if you're watching it in like 360, turn your head around, there's all these pigeons and things doing really silly things behind your head. And they both work really well with uh, the class. So if you did want to watch a Christmas movie that wasn't going to take up the whole time, I'd recommend those two from YouTube. So, right, and we'll and we'll share links to them. Yeah, we'll put the, all these links will uh, be the on the show yeah. notes. Yeah. Uh, so number five and six, let's deal with them in one go. Yes. Give them so a speaking our, test. Our, our unforgettable Sorry, lesson has so far lasted quite some time, and now it's time to give a speaking or writing assignment. So, so speaking and writing is who, who wants to go first. Do you want me to? Do you want me to write a quick essay while you two are? Yeah, write amongst yeah, yourselves. The, that's what I, um, when I saw this one. It's like the, the the lesson you won't forget. Here, right. What I want you to do is write a five hundred word essay on. And just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know about writing activities. I do have a couple of favorite classroom activities that yeah. I'd like to share. Okay, though. go for Can it. Can I do yeah. that? All right. Okay. So, um, both of these come from this magazine that I used to work with and I taught with called "It's for Teachers." It doesn't oh, exist anymore, that, yeah. but they had they had a great series of Christmas activities once. One was this, um, like the Christmas quiz, and you could of course adapt it. So, but what I loved about it was that they had all these. Um, you would draw a, 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 an outline of a Christmas tree on the board, and then you would um, put like. Uh, these you'd cut out these images of presents and baubles and stuff that you would hang and balls that you hang on the tree and um as students and then you have your quiz questions and anyone who gets a right question gets to come up to the board and 
peel off the board the stuck on you know ball or present or whatever and on the other side there was an image of what they got so it was this kind of great like quiz activity and then there was a, the ceremony that you got it okay you got that answer right you can come up to the tree and pick something off the tree or pick a present from under the tree and that was a lot of fun so that was quite easy to you could make that yourself that was one activity and the second one that i did when i used to teach young learners which i didn't do for very long i did this with younger learners and i did it with adults as well was um i brought in a, a quite a big christmas stocking and i had all these different i these different objects and what would happen it would be you pass a stocking around and you'd have to guess the object so i would put like for example a tennis ball in there like you know like people have to close their eyes i put the thing in and then everyone passes it around they touch it then people have to guess you could they could write down a guess or they could say the guess of what they think it is but you'd have all these weird things so like oh is it like a, a stapler for example or or a plug from a different country you know like a plug adapter yeah. um it made for a great fun kind of activity so each round was you had to guess what's in the stocking what's what's the present that's in there and you'd have all like you know from simple things like pencils or pencil sharpeners to like weird things like the plastic it's, chicken it, it's strange you said that because i would say one of my favorite activities is a is almost similar to that but not quite so because you put the real things in the stocking by the sounds of it but I'd take a stock yeah. in and then using a magazine or a uh, um, photocopper resource that's got lots of pictures in it, cut up those pictures as the gift. So maybe a picture of a tennis ball rather than real tennis ah. and put them all in. And then and then they pull them out and have to describe them as fast as possible. So the team that, you know, gets them the most, uh, gets the most. So you put hundreds of things in the stocking, but it's just a way of playing like a describe game, a uh, vocabulary game uh, with it. I would say my other favorite one is actually a bit left field um is using old christmas cards so rather than throwing christmas cards away uh you know cut cut off the bit that um the bit where it's got the rhyme and the who said happy christmas to you so you've still got the picture and then um cut up the pictures so like if you've got 12 students in the class i'd have three cards and i'd cut each card into oh when they have yeah, to find their have, partner the, so three cards cut the cut them up and then they have to regroup each other so they have to find who's got their partner and i always really liked that because i i liked it because it was just a good way of recycling christmas cards you know, rather than just throw them out yeah Oh no, no! Very nice, very nice. And they have to yeah, kind of yeah. Speak they're not allowed to show like, that piece. They can't. And then like the and, yeah. and kind of quite often the Christmas lesson is is going to be a gamey kind of lesson. So it's a it's I do it if you do it at the beginning. It's kind of a, a way of of getting people into teams. You know. Um, so, so nice, so they nice. Um, James, do you have a favorite speaking or writing assignment <laughs> for Christmas? Uh, my favorite, my favorite <laughs> Christmas writing assignment. Um, no, I have to say that uh, for me. Um, like if I think of my most recent job here in Brazil, then basically the lessons ended around the beginning of December. So it was about three weeks before Christmas and it was really uh. hot, you know, and it's sunny. And I just wouldn't even think about Christmas at all until like the week before and I go, oh, it's Christmas. So I never really had the chance to actually do sort of like Christmassy activities because Christmas, activities. yeah, because in my so, yeah, mind, yeah. it just never felt like uh, Christmas was coming and, and I'd have to have done it on like December the 3rd, you but know. Isn't that one of the dangers of Christmas lessons in the first place? You know, like December the 1st, everybody starts bringing their Christmas lessons out. So you know, let's say school finishes. Well, I mean, if you take British state school, it finishes on the 21st of, of December. So, you know, there's 21 days of Christmas songs christmas this christmas that so actually by the by the time you get to real christmas teachers are so sick of christmas because <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true so, danger yeah they've overdone it well before we get too sick of our christmas episode shall we take a little quick break and come back in a moment i uh, yeah, go get your mince pie if you want yeah <laughs> 
Merry Christmas! Ah, so, number seven then, the final thing on our, our unforgettable adult learner Christmas lesson, which, as I think Lizzie said, has been going on for about 10 hours now in reality. Uh, the last thing <laughs> yes. is wrap up with a song. Well, actually, to be fair, it says wrap up with a carol and sing a carol. But when we had the pre-show meeting and we said sing a carol, we all went, no way. So... <laughs> no. I do not want to sing one and I don't want to hear you sing one. Uh, really? Oh, red rag bull. Um, especially after all this mulled wine. Right, wrap up with a song. So uh, let's change it. So um, would you? is there a song that you would use in class that's about Christmas? Is there... I always use John Lennon's um, Oh, that was your bloody John Lennon song, Happy right? Christmas. Yeah. Well, oh, I know, I know, oh, but uh, I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm such a sucker for that song, and the students like it too, so I do use that one. Uh, do you ever take... I, I, yeah. I once made the mistake of... Uh, well, not the mistake. I had, a, I had a, They wear a C2 class, so they were a good level. But he did the Pogues of Kirsty McColl, uh, not thinking about having to teach mm. uh, you scumbag, you maggot, you cheap lads, you faggots. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's true. That's my parents' favourite Christmas song. But yes, I haven't I haven't dared to do that one in class. But uh... I know I'm 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 gonna say something controversial here, but I can't stand that song. It's <gasps> awful. <Hang laughs> I think on. it's terrible. It's, it's, how do we let him on this podcast? Well do you do any Christmas songs? Would you do a Frank Sinatra or a Maria Carey or a Wham? Oh wham, wham, play song. play a bit of wham, wham. Well, yeah, I could stomach wham, I suppose. James, can you play a bit of Wham for the audience? Okay, all right, go on then. Let's have a bit of Wham. Because I was, I was really annoyed at myself. I, you, this is going to be meaningless to you, but on Twitter, <laughs> there is what's called Whamageddon that's going on at the moment. And, okay. And what is it's Whamageddon? It's how long you go without hearing Last Christmas by Wham. Now, I heard, now I I saw this posted on the 1st of December. It was a British comedian, somebody posted it. And I thought, great, that's brilliant. I won't play Wham, though. We won't play, we won't show on our Christmas, and we won't have Wham. First bloody shop I went into <laughs> last, <laughs> last Saturday. Yeah. I think I haven't heard it yet, but now well, I'm now probably going to hear it. Oh, well, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I just wanted to spoil the game for anybody that might be doing it. I've played one. You've heard it. <laughs> now we're all together. There's a Christmas. Hashtag Whamageddon. There's a Christmas spirit for you. Could this class, could this class, could this unforgettable lesson get any worse? I, I reckon, and I, I reckon think the answer Sean is... might be able to find a way. Well, the, the, the gentlemen, gentlemen, <laughs> I think, I think, I think the, uh, the eggnog is talking. Um, I mean, we've we've now been for our unforgettable lesson, and we'll all agree it was absolutely unforgettable. But I think there was one thing yeah. missing, uh, and that one what thing missing, missing. If you're gonna have Christmas, you've got to have a Christmas cracker joke. And by chance, oh just God. two days ago, the, uh, the the Daily the Daily Telegraph newspaper printed the fifty worst Christmas cracker jokes ever. Okay, so, can I just say, please, I James, know. Tell me, tell me, he's not doing. No, I know so, how much. Number fifty. Here we go. No, <laughs> I know how much Lindsay loves Sean's jokes, so I'm just going to sit back, grab my popcorn, and enjoy the ride. <laughs> okay, so I'll do the top ten. Then number ten, who is Santa's favorite singer? Who is Santa's favorite singer? Santa's favorite singer? Uh, uh, no idea. Who is Elvis Presley? Elvis Presley. Come on, oh, no. Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley. Right. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. we're 
Right. What lies at the bottom of the sea shivering? Um, I don't know. A nervous wreck. Oh, come on, Lindsay. <laughs> oh did, Rudolph, did, did Rudolph go to school? This is number eight. Only seven did Rudolph go to school? Did Rudolph go to school? Rain, rain, something with reindeer. No, he was elf taught. Oh, oh my I don't, gosh. I don't, uh, oh, what? James. So <laughs> get back here. So... What did Cinderella say when her photos didn't arrive? I don't know. I... This is a very old joke because nobody does this anymore. So, think about the ball or uh, so well, think about what we used to do with photos. So, so the answer is, one day my prince will come. Uh, like uh, prince yeah. rather than uh, prince. Yeah. Please. Yeah. So, what, do you, what do you get if you eat Christmas decorations? Uh, I don't know. Uh, is that no, is this number one? No, number six. Uh, we're there. Something to do with tinsel. Tin, tin, yeah, very good. Tinselitis. Oh, oh, nice. Okay. Why do birds fly south in the winter? Come on, obvious one. Why do birds fly south in the winter? Uh, it's warmer. Oh, no, they, I know this one. On, it's, I... it's too far to walk. Oh my! Um, okay, there is not enough mulled what? wine in the room. <laughs> Shall I yep. skip? Okay, top three. <laughs> uh, no, top top two. What do you get? So number two. What do you get if you cross Santa with a duck? Uh, quack, qu quack. Oh yeah, go on, go on, go on. And what, what time of year is it? Christmas quacker. I don't know if she, no. you should be pleased or ashamed. No, I know. <laughs> now, Lindsay, Lindsay, you've got all one right. right. I reckon we can get all two. Right, yeah? all right, all right. Okay. Think about your favourite Christmas food. Okay. Who hides in a bakery at Christmas? Min oh, it's a mince spy. Yay! Oh, my God. oh my gosh all right so lizzie two out of two out of ten all right there you go there's the top 50. well obviously if you want the uh, top uh, if you want all 50 they are uh they'll we'll put the link into the show notes i don't know why and that's it guys i'm gonna go before i get lynched <laughs> <laughs> well i think that brings us to an end of our christmas special episode it was a bonanza episode which featured the most memorable Christmas class for adults that you'll ever teach that we kind of went through bit by bit. It's time just to wish everyone uh, happy Christmas, happy holidays, happy end of the year. And we'll be back in 2019 with a new season, won't we? We will, won't we? I would hope so. Well, it depends, it depends on the James negotiation. Yes. Really, I'll, I'll be here. <laughs> uh, well, no, whether, whether how much we allow you on mic. I mean, the contract needs to be looked at. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Happy uh, Happy Christmas to you all, and uh, see you in 2019. Bye, guys. Yeah, Merry Christmas, everyone. Bye. As your commute is coming to an end, we just want to say thank you for visiting the Tefal Commute Christmas Log Cabin and for listening to Season 8. We mentioned a few activities that you can take into class during the episode. So all that remains is for me to wish you a wonderful Christmas and happy holidays from the Tefal Commute team. You've been listening to the Tefal Commute, an original podcast produced and presented by Lindsay Clanfield, Sean Wilden and James Taylor. Don't miss out on any episodes by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or your podcast player of choice and by visiting us at tefalcommute.com. Mm -hmm.